Hi, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Larry. I have the privilege of serving as the pastor of Light of Hope Community Church in San Jacinto, California. Thank you for joining with us again today. Today's topic will be about how to study and pray the scriptures. You know, when we look at uh, Romans 15, 4, the Apostle Paul writes this very powerful and encouraging passage. It says, for whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. That in itself communicates clearly that the scriptures gives us comfort and it gives us hope. And that's why it's such a wonderful opportunity for us to understand that we must learn how to study uh, God's word because God's word provides us with comfort and with hope and with patience and with this powerful truth, we know that we can uh, follow what God would have us to do. So I want to encourage you. I don't know what your uh, approach is. There are many people that have different methodologies as they may use as they come to the scriptures. So I want to encourage you today is to, first of all, when we're thinking about studying God's word, we got to know how to study God's word. Now think about um, like uh, mechanics, I think about other professions, uh, lawyers, football players, basketball players, they have their gear, they have their tools, and they know how their gears and tools are to be used. And see, when the Bible talks about studying to show ourselves approving to God as workmen that need not to be ashamed of rightly dividing the word of truth. That's in 2 Timothy 2.15. See, that part right there where it says rightly dividing the word of truth, in other words, it means cutting it, it straight. Paul was encouraging Timothy because there was so much babbling and so much communication. There was all kinds of messages that was out there. But all those messages and babbling and communications that was out there, they are all pale compared to the powerful truth of God's word. Because God's word is that plumb line that is cut straight all the time. And so we got to know how to study God's word. And so I wanted to encourage you uh, today, understanding with, you got to know your tools. You got to know what tools to use. And, and people use different things. Uh, you can even go to Google and look up this information to help you. Uh, there's powerful Bible softwares that's out there. Uh, the program called Lebronics, I've used that for over 20 years now. And I'm going to tell you, I've never been disappointed. And I never get bored with this. It's a powerful tools that's filled with commentaries, dictionaries. It's filled with various translations of all the Bibles. And um, so that means with all the different translations that's out there, I have access to that in this software. And so, no, I don't work for them, but I want to let you know what I use. So I use software. I use also the Bible, paper. You, you got to have the tools. You got to know how these tools are, are to be used. So let me slow down a bit because it's a lot of information. I don't want to ramble on here and, and, and confuse anyone, but you got to have the right tools. First of all, you got to understand before you even study the word of God, you must understand the privilege to pray. We got to pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to give us the wisdom and teaching and guidance because that's what he does and he does it like no other. We have our we have the comforter, our helper 
the Holy Spirit who was sent by the Father in Jesus' name to teach you and to bring all things back to our remembrance, all that Jesus Christ has said. And so he's the author of the Bible. He's our indwelling resident who will teach us God's word. So we must understand that we have the Holy Spirit. We got and we got to have the, the the word of God itself, the Bible. And we got to have something to write on. You know, write down notes. Don't don't just read the Bible and just highlight some things. Write down some notes. What did God just say to you from his word? And the Holy Spirit's going to reveal. Um, so you got to have something to write on, have something to write with, pencil or pen. Uh, if you want to use your computer, you can use a word. You can use PowerPoint, not PowerPoint. Well, yeah, PowerPoint. You can also use um, notes. There's various type of softwares you can use to, to write down notes. You want to make sure you have a, a good dictionary in the thesaurus to be able to look up words, to get meanings of words. And once you understand what that word means, it can open up your understanding. And so then you want to ask questions. There may be something that may come up during your time of study. Um, you, you may have to call, you know, call your pastor, uh, call another brother or sister that's in the faith, that's, that's well-versed in the Word of God, and, and together you both will research. But you want to ask questions. You want to, you, these are some of the things that uh, you do, and these are the, some of the tools, not all of them, but these are some of the tools that you will need and, and understanding that the Holy Spirit, he's the one that's the real teacher. God provides us with the time to spend with him. And so when we spend this time, we trust that through prayer, the Holy Spirit, God's word, something to write on, something to write with, having a dictionary, having a thesaurus, and asking questions. Through the process of observation, we now will gain insight. So now we, as God's workers, as God's disciples, will be able to rightly divide the word of truth. In other words, to cut straight the word of the living God. There's an acronym called SOAP. It says scriptures, observation, application, and prayer. So every day we should be using SOAP. Scriptures, observation, application, and prayer. And so I wanted to encourage you with that. So now when you look at God's word, what are you looking at? And one thing I want to encourage you with, and again, people have their different ways, but one way that really has been a blessing uh, to many is just like when you walk up on the scene of an accident, you the first thing that usually pops into mind is what happened? You know, what was the action that has taken place that you would gain your answer from? Like in any sentence, there is a subject and there is a predicate. There's a subject, and the thing is about the subject, what did the subject do? What actions did the subject do? We look at Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God, the subject, created. That's the predicate. That's the action. What did he create? The heavens and the earth. And so that's when, we, when you're looking in the word of God, you want to look for the subject, and you want to look at the action, look at all the actions that that subject have done. And you can go through any scripture to be able uh, to do that. And I think we just gave you a good illustration of one. You, you can look at you can look up any any scripture. I'm flipping through now uh, any scripture at all. Like for for instance, like the one we looked at, it says here for whatever things were written before were written for our learning, our learning that 
we, that's pronoun, through the scripture, through, through, through the patience and the comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. We might have hope through the scriptures. You see, you want to look at the subject and the predicate. Okay. And, and that's what was the action of the subject. I hope that, I hope that makes sense. Um, when you think about um, various type of scriptures, um, now you know that I'm looking for the hot words, all the verbs, all the action, what's, what happened in this passage. And you get a highlighter. You know, you can use whatever color you want. I use yellow. I, I highlight the text. All yellow for action. All the yellow words. All the action. I, I highlight with yellow. And then now I'm like, well, what, what happened? What happened? And who did this? You know, so I go back to Genesis 1-1. That's, that's the easy passage to, to look at right now is God is the subject. And created is what he did. He, what did he create? The heavens and the earth. And so now we know what God did and when he did it. And uh, he's the author of the creation of God, of the world. So that's, that's amazing. So I hope, I hope that makes sense. So look for, the, look for the action words in the text. That, that helps you to connect the action to the subject of the passage. So now, when you understand now, this is how you're studying the word of God. You have your tools. You have something to write on. God is speaking to you through the Holy Spirit. Who's the real teacher? Remember that. The Holy Spirit is always the real teacher, no matter who's standing in front of you. The Holy Spirit is the one that is, he's illuminating the passage. In other words, he shines light on the passage. So certain things are going to pop out to you because that's the ministry and the work of the Holy Spirit. And that's, that's powerful. To, that it's exciting to know that when you read something, man, goodness, it's not coming from your own memory bank. You're not storing it in your own mind in a sense. But the Holy Spirit will bring back to remembrance all that was installed. I used this illustration before. It will be hard for me to call up uh, Word Perfect or PowerPoint on my computer if I've never installed the software. So if we don't install God's Word in us, the Holy Spirit, it's going to be hard for him to recall what was never installed. So I hope you see that point there. So praise God. So now once you get this understanding how to approach the text and how to ask the right questions, who, what, when, where, why, how, all that, now we can use what we just learned from the scriptures to pray God's word back to him. Whoa, what a powerful, powerful privilege that is. Like, for instance, when we talked about how in the book of John, it talks about how the, uh, the comforter, our helper, the Holy Spirit, he was sent by the Father. And Jesus said, in my name, and he will... Bring all things back to your remembrance, all that I have taught you. Okay? I'm paraphrasing. And so when you look at this, and you, you can now pray this back to God because you now use the skills to approach the text to get the information. 
Well, wait a minute. What happened in this text? Well, God sent the Holy Spirit. And what did the Holy Spirit do? He's, he's the, he's the, who is he? He's the comforter and he's the teacher who's going to bring back to remembrance all that Jesus Christ who uh, said to us, said to the disciples. And so why is that important? Because everything Jesus said to the disciples is very important. And so we can we want, to, we want in on this important conversation. We want in on this powerful teaching that changes lives. And, and so, and remember, this was all done in Jesus' name. He, 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 he was sent by my name. And so, so how would I pray that passage back to God? Well, we can say, Lord, God, I thank you or I praise you because you have sent the Holy Spirit to teach us. And remind us what your son taught us. You see, so we're reverencing God. There it is again. Lord, we praise you that you have given us the Holy Spirit. You see, you have given us a helper that's with us. We know as the scripture teaches us, he indwells us. So he's with us. He's in us now. And we have the very author of the Bible dwelling within us. And so he's constantly teaching us. That's powerful when we really look at it. And so whatever scripture you're looking at and whatever scripture you're, you know, you're looking for, you're looking for is God in the scripture or his character or his attributes. You know, God character stands above all characters. When you look at like from Psalms 46, God is our refuge and strength, our very present help in trouble. And so we can say, Lord, we praise you that you are our refuge in our strength. We glorify you because you are the very present help in trouble. And God, we're living in a troublesome season. We know we can trust you because you are our very present helper. You see, so we're praying the word of God back to God. And I'll tell you something, that's powerful because it becomes a worship-based prayer. We are worshiping God. We're reverencing God. Remember we talked about last week. And so even when we do that, we can say now, God, because you are our very present help we, and you're the one who gives us all that we need, we pray asking you now, Lord, to hold us and remind us that you are continuously with us. Wow, what a mighty God we serve. I pray that this encouraged you. Um, this is powerful. Uh, this, just like in real life, there's many distractions that will come our way. And Paul had to remind Timothy, even in this book, that there's many stuff out there that's very distracting. But God's word, God's word is cut right and cut straight. And we can depend on the word of the living God always. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Can't wait to spend more time with you again next week. And I pray that you have a wonderful week in the Lord. Thank you again. And please share with others that about the podcast and that they too can be helped on how to study and pray the scriptures. 
To God be the glory. Can't wait to see you again. Remember to continue to share Jesus everywhere. Make disciples of all nations and worship God in spirit and truth. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Goodbye for now.